Hey, Shawna, let me holler at you. Ayo, juggalos and juggalettes and dockalos and dockalettes, welcome. Actually, everyone's just dockalo in the dockalo world. And Ginger, we're finally getting to a Vice documentary. All this time, we're just now getting to a Vice one. They got a lot of good short ones. Yeah, incredible. Vice, known for not really paying very well. It's kind of like a glorified internship. That does seem to be work as a platform, but like I've got some criticisms of Vice that I've spoken on past episodes, but it was inevitable that we would get to a Vice episode. They've got the rule of 22. Have you ever heard, have you heard the Vice rule of 22? Work someone 22 hours a day, hire someone that's 22 years old, pay them 22,000 a year. Ooh. Oh, damn. The woman who I believe is called Steak, I don't know. They never said her name and I couldn't find it. I was watching this with Angela. I think at one point she said her name was Steak. Okay, I missed that. Yeah, Steak. They didn't give her any cred or anything. Like, nothing like... They didn't make anything stand out. Maybe it assumed that we watched everything that Steak does. (laughs) We'd be a fan by now, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. A stan, as the kids say? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot to say. Woop, woop. Woop, woop. Woop, woop. Mm-hmm. Woop, woop. Are we allowed? Actually, you know, listeners, what you don't know about Bobby and Angela is they are both juggalos. Uh, Yeah, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, can you be a juggalo but not listen to the Psychopathic Records library? Why why not? I mean, I might listen to a few songs. I have to say, I have never heard until this documentary, I've never heard an ICP song. Swarms of insects are attacking the city. I see the man fucking a headless corpse when it hit me. Really? Never. Well, I used to work with some juggalos and some old kitchen jobs. Okay. okay. They threatened to cut my head off a few times. Oh. But I was like making fun of them. So well, it's, it's then right. you had it yeah. coming. Yeah, it's fine. But we are watching something that was produced by Vice. We think it's hosted by a young woman named Steak, we think. Is that S-T-A-K-E or like steak like you eat? That's a good question. Oh. I don't know. I okay. think I wrote that question in my notes. Like, which steak <laughs> is this? So this is produced by Vice and Broadly. And this is the Juggalette Beauty Pageant. Now, my goal, Ginger, for a while now, has been to bring the Juggalo community mm-hmm. and the Dockalo community together. What it works is once the Dockalos, and probably the far future, if I'm being honest, once we take control of everything and administer the Herzog rating scale under penalty of death, that the Juggalos and the Juggalettes, and these Juggalettes could beat up most Pretty much all the men that do host on this show it would essentially be like the security forces that help protect the Dockalos. I like it. The Dockalos were were seeking absolute power, and mm-hmm. we want to bring the Juggalos with us. So you're not saying have a separate gathering of the Dockalos? It would be one marriage of yeah. both. Okay, like, I like a, it in solidarity. And do I like ICP's music? No. Yes. Oh, oh no. Oh, I meant to say, yeah. yeah uh-huh. It's great. Probably the best raps, rappings I've ever heard. But does that matter? No. We respect them for what their strange community and what they've built. We're what, we're talking about the Juggalette beauty pageant. And we meet women who are involved in, as it states, a Juggalette beauty pageant. Juggalettes are lady juggalos. 
Yeah, and this beauty pageant is apparently something that's part of every gathering of the Juggalos every year. Yeah, which has been going on for well over 10 years at this point. They used to be at Cave-In Rock in Illinois. I think the one we're focused on and this one happened in Columbus, Ohio. Yep. We're right outside of it. So it's a beauty pageant, but every body type is represented. Like Race, every body type, exactly. Every kind of talent you can think of. I mean, maybe not every kind of talent you can think of. Well, but yeah. Several. Lots of talents. It's stated by Steak, the host. We think her name is Steak. Mm-hmm. We'll just call go. her Steak from now on. We're yep. going to go with that. For five days every year, Insane Clown Posse superfans travel to the Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> the one time when one of the most discriminated subcultures in America can freely celebrate their allegiance to face paint, Fago, and family. And I almost dismissed that when I first heard it, but then I thought about it and I was like, God, I've made fun of Juggalos, so yeah. she's probably she's probably not wrong. In terms of like popular music subcultures, what would be maybe Dave Matthews band fans? <laughs> a kill revealed to me that he's a Dave Matthews he likes Dave Matthews band. Wow, and wow, I wow. and I had this instinct to just laugh at him in his face, but yeah. I didn't. You didn't? Well that's nice of you. I'm a great person. You are. <laughs> How brave and amazing we are. You're a great juggalo, which you are. <laughs> By proxy juggalo. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like I said, I've never heard an ICP song before this. I don't really know. I've heard of the gathering, the juggalos. I've never really seen much about it. But I, I liked how this documentary kind of showed different aspects of it. Not just the juggalette beauty pageant, but, you know, different aspects of the actual gathering and kind of set the stage Pretty well, I thought. Everyone seems particularly friendly. I understand the backgrounds of maybe a lot of these kids. It seems like maybe a lot of folks didn't come from like the most privileged of backgrounds. Right. But at the same time, they kind of found this thing where they came together and everybody seems like really cool with each other. Yeah. And like a lot of you, you hear a couple of times about how younger people, we see them older now, they came into it as younger people and were accepted by the community and sort of like raised in that community, which is beautiful. I think that's really lovely. And it's, Yeah. And like a lot of people that we talked to were brought into this community based on open arms of the people within it. We meet a Miss Cyanide and she lives with her boyfriend who at first I thought he was called Thigh Kid. <laughs> But no, he's Fat Kid. He's Fat Kid. Actually, I thought he was called Sidekick at first. <laughs> you know, he's Fat Kid. And where? what's the name of their studio in their house? Did you notice that? I missed that. What the was Toxic Factory. Toxic Factory. Toxic Factory, yeah. And Miss Cyanide, she does rapping. Yeah. And, um, you know, it would be easy to pick apart this rap style. I'm not going to do it. I will play the clip and let the listeners oh, good. Yes. make their own. Ten feet tall can't break me down. Yeah, I bet they're gonna hate me now. There's no safety now. Can't take me down. I bet you're playing this song now. They talked about how in the the early Juggalette beauty pageants, Ron Jeremy would host. Mm. Ron Jeremy, the the hedgehog himself. There's a story. One, I, I love a good Hollywood story. And there's one Hollywood story that I've heard where I think they were making one of the Crank movies, like Crank 2 or something. And there was a thing in the one of the Crank movies that called for a lot of like fairly famous porn actors to be in a scene. And when they were making, they were when they were setting up this scene, they were talking about who they should get. And they were like, let's not get Ron Jeremy. Ron, they get Ron Jeremy for everything. Let's get like different porn actors. And then when it came time to shoot that day, I guess Ron Jeremy got word that it was going down. Uh-huh. 
and he showed up and he's like, Hey guys, I guess uh, maybe you just forgot to call or you lost my number. So I showed up and I came down. And so Ron Jeremy ended up being in like one of these weird action movie scenes. But when they were specifically trying to get anyone but Ron Jeremy. <laughs> anyone but him. He is played out. He really guy. is fucking played yeah. out. And Ron seems like a nice guy, but can we fucking move on from Ron Jeremy? I for, think we should. For Christ's sake. And I want that on a t-shirt. I And we saw him very briefly like some old clips but i'm so glad he wasn't like anywhere in the center point of this yeah yeah because what we're going to talk about this too is that this juggalette beauty contest has moved on from the ron jeremy sort of like hosted by him and sort of like his flavor as you might say into like this feminist movement that's really interesting to see um but yeah, it was not that when he was hosting things. And the current iteration, it's all about, it doesn't mind nudity, but it doesn't want to be in response to a demand. And which I can understand that and I can respect that. How brave and amazing we are. One of my favorite scenes in this short doc is when uh, uh, Miss Cyanide, when she's rapping and uh, Steak is like bobbing her head. But it reminded me of how many times I had a friend who knew someone who rapped who wanted to play a track for me. There's some DJ who's like, I did this matchup, and you just do the polite head bob along with it until it's all over. Regardless of if it's good or not, you're going right. to bob your head out of politeness. Kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. But Miss Cyanide is seeking redemption because she messed up her rap one year. Last year, Cyanide participated for the first time. She kind of blew it. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh that hurt. That hurt to watch. Oh. Yeah. But there's an organization called Less Respect. How's that spelled out? L-E-T-T-E apostrophe S, respect. Which is calls out for safety and security amongst juggalettes. Giving jug of female fans of the Insane Clown Posse more control over their position and their own representation. And we meet Cypher, Juggalo Cypher. She's the leader of the feminist juggalettes. I think it's around this part where I think they called the host steak. Okay. I still don't. I still don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna just go with what you're saying. We meet the Busey Beauties, not Gary Busey, but a guy named Mike <laughs> Busey, and he's a guy that walks around in like a leather vest and some tidy, like some pink, pink briefs. It's a really impractical outfit, I tell you. And the Busey Beauties are self-described as the most ratchet girls in Orlando. Self-proclaimed most ratchet girls in Orlando. Ratchet. I'm so old. What is ratchet? Ratchet mean exactly? means like it's kind of janky. Like it's like it's an, it's a, a term that really divides class. Okay. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's a positive term, but it's interesting how they take it. Ratchet is like like you're broke and you're trying not to look broke, but you look broke anyway. That's I think there's a term called thought. It's a T H O T. Okay, it's I'm also her. okay. It's like you hear these songs, you hear these terms of like rap songs and stuff. Thoughts also this weird class divide term that also represents like a woman particularly, right? And it means that hoe over there. <gasps> I never knew that. I'm learning so much. And it, but it also represents a class division in that a thought is also someone who's trying to be on a certain level but isn't pulling it off. Like they can't afford the best weave or the best nails and shit like that. So it's really like. It's not a term I like a lot, but do I own 20 albums where those words are thrown around? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, okay. But they're the self-described most ratchet girls in Orlando. And, and if you're the most ratchet girls in Orlando, damn. That's saying a lot. Owning it. Mm -hmm. We meet a girl called Oreo. 
I was kicked out of my dad's house, so I was somewhat living on the streets. But again, the jugglers came in, they made sure I had clothing. Any questions I had about growing up, they were always there for me. And she's a part of this feminist collective within the juggalo community. And it was very kind of inspiring to hear her tell the story of how she was accepted in this environment. Yeah, and kind of a side note, as far as like the filmmaking of this, like there's a shot where she and Stake are on the centrifuge ride. Yeah. And like, it's like kind of slowed down, it's played over music. And like, it's very calming. Did you notice that? It's like, they're just kind of spinning through the air and the camera is following them like exactly. And it just looks like they're kind of like lounging back on this thing. It's like really nice, like a nice like kind of like yeah. break in the in the film. And Stake's not trying to do like objective reporting. Like Stake is legitimately trying to be friends with everyone that she is with. Yeah. I would imagine were I in Stake's position that I would also probably be having a really good time as well. Yeah, she seemed to like, yeah, legitimately be having fun and enjoying herself. We meet uh, Casey Cush. Mm -hmm. She's a fire eating lesbian. She's in the the Busey Beauties crew, yeah. and she explains how she... Steak does ask her, like, doesn't it seem like a lot of this is all about... It does seem like, why does Mike have to be there? You know? I kind of feel that way about, like, porn. Like, right. well, uh, there, the, there's these weird tiers of control, and maybe a lot of it is just people not knowing how the industry works, but it just seems like women could just completely control that industry if they wanted to. Yeah, she asked, like, don't does it bother you that he's benefiting from your kind of persona your actions yeah in your kind of like persona of feminist here it seems like you don't really need mike Busey to to be in the Busey. you could just be the beauties i guess right <laughs> leave him out of it but it doesn't seem like mike is like being mean or anything and he's kind of putting his own weirdness out there just like everyone else yeah we don't get a whole lot of their situation their story you know it's very quick we yeah. see him for a few minutes and see just her really she's the only beauty that's interviewed so we don't really know what's yeah. going on there but it does seem kind of odd the batman logo is everywhere i'm that might have some meaning within the juggalo culture i'm not sure but, i wondered if it was well okay yeah i don't know either actually but yeah like i think miss cyanide has batman tattoos but i also saw that logo throughout the oreo festival. had a had a batman outfit on i think i'd be curious as to what that's all about the pageant goes off and we see all types of body types all types of actions we do get like you know some nudity stuff but we also get Juggalos. Miss Cyanide going up to do her raps and she pulls off her verse. some slam poetry there's some girl going this uh, i don't give a fuck about the kardashians i don't keep up with the kardashians i don't give a fuck about taylor swift and it was funny to see like steak out in the audience like bobbing her head to the fuck the kardashians slam poem but then the girl's like all i want to talk about is horror flicks and conspiracy theories or something i'd much rather talk about the paranormal conspiracies and horror flicks i didn't expect that slam poetry yeah. routine to go that direction but hey you know <laughs> and so it winds down miss cyanide gets props for her wrappings she and, doesn't mess up and it and it ends and uh and i like how it, the 
the short film winds down with steak explaining the the moral putting it all in a moral package I was a bit bummed out that cyanide didn't win. Then again, that's not what matters at the Juggalette beauty pageant at all. That is the Juggalette beauty contest, beauty pageant. Yeah. By Vice and Steak and Broadly. Broadly, right. Ginger, we don't rate short documentaries in in Stars or Herzogs. We do it in Baby Herzogs. Aww. You're going to give this one through three Herzogs. I'm going to give this one through three Herzogs. We're going to fucking combine these like a bottle of jug, like a full bottle of Fago on a fucking cop's face when he's trying to bra- break up a juggalo party mm-hmm. for best out of six. <laughs> You're like such a square uh, right now. Hey, hey, juggalos. <laughs> you want to have fun? Hey, you guys like rappings? For best out of six, baby Herzogs. I thought this was a lot of fun. It made me want to be there. I watched this with Angela. She really liked it too. But I do respect what has been built within this community. And I doubly respect these women getting respect within this community because you certainly don't want any women being hurt when they're out there. And and allowing this kind of feminist pocket within the Juggalo community would just increase more female fan base for the Juggalos. So that representation is good for anyone. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a 3. I liked it a lot. Will you give it? You know, I think I'm right there with you. I think that this was well done. It kind of had everything. It had interviews with different participants. It had, you know, lots of footage of the events. It had interviews. It 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 had um, it showed a lot of the makeup, like like it showed some shots of people with their makeup on, which we, as we know, is like a real huge important part of being a juggalo as as bobby knows sitting across from me with his juggalo makeup on yeah right now we forgot to mention i'm decked to the juggalo nine decked out yes. i've got the hatchet man painted on my cheek a ratchet man on the other yeah cheek oh yeah that, okay yeah um anyway so yeah I, I really liked it i thought i thought for such a short documentary it was really packed full of interesting things i thought it was very compelling i'm gonna also give it a three yeah it was fun yeah it really made me want to be there i want to party with the juggalos we should go to the gathering i hear there's like a drug bridge where you can get yeah where you can get anything you want it's like a mini amsterdam is it an actual bridge because i find that to be very interesting i think uh i think when it was at cave and rock it might have been i don't know how it would change in the other venues but a bridge made of drugs yeah, it's made of drugs. Okay. Hypodermic needle railings. <laughs> but yeah, six out of six baby Herzogs for the Juggalette beauty pageant. I found the greatest love of all inside of me. It's fun. Check it out. We'll link to it in the show notes. In the meantime, Docolo, uh, the great Herzinko. <laughs> Keep on docking. We love you. Is this your first gathering? No, this is my fifth. Is this your first beauty contest? No, I won in 2009. Really? Yeah. I made a microphone disappear. Where? What do you mean? Like, 
In the front or the back? Woo woo. This is more like about haters and the shit that you deal with with people because I'm I'm up here. I'm feeling great. I'm on top of it. I'm doing what you said I couldn't do. Woo woo. Yeah. Yeah.